This is the Sound Meets Sound podcast. The part that immediately jumped out at me the first time I heard Obstacle One is the bass line. It starts out extremely high, and when it finally drops to its usual low register, that creates a very powerful moment in the song. The tension of the bass being so high and alternating between two notes only a step apart is released and it makes the song feel very dramatic when the bass goes low and like it has like the song has something urgent and important to communicate. Ultimately, I think that's a big part of why this is such a fan favorite and so much fun to hear live through a specific combination of textures, rhythmic patterns and harmonies. The song gives you the sense that it's saying something you really need to hear. Once the bass drops to its lower register in the introduction, it continues to be a source of tension, this time in its use of unpredictable rhythmic patterns in the verse. To me, the two sixteenth notes followed by two eighth notes pattern sounds like nervous or excited palpitation of a heart. Then in the pre-chorus, the syncopation continues, but the pattern becomes steadier, leading to running eighth notes in the chorus. There is one moment in the chorus that, that I particularly love, which is when the instruments play in sync during the stabbing yourself moment, stabbing yourself in the neck. It's a nice moment of word painting as the two eighth notes followed by a rest sound like the stabbing of a knife. And it's also one of the very rare times that Interpol adopts a traditional punk rock move to invoke a powerful sound. All the while, Paul's rhythms in the chorus, in his voice, are pushing against the beat. As is so common in Interpol's songs, the coda is a song in itself. Paul switches to triplet rhythms while the guitar plays a two-measure pattern that repeats for the entire coda. The pattern consists of only three notes, which alternate in a way that feels like a pendulum to me, swinging back and forth and obfuscating the meter, which Paul's triplets do as well. Creating even more metric ambiguity is the synth part, which plays a pattern that is almost identical to the guitar pattern, but with slightly different rhythmic character, which makes it sound like two pendulums are swinging around each other, just missing collision with each other. As if to help everyone keep track of the meter, the bass plays continuous running eighth notes in the coda. The second electric guitar, which comes in at 3 minutes and 19 seconds, also plays running eighth notes, and also in a two-measure pattern that repeats until the end of the song. 
by the way, the entrance of the second guitar part in the coda is like a really powerful moment for me, the way that it fills out the middle part of the texture there. What of the harmonies? I always run into trouble trying to decide what key an Interpol song is in. Part of their music appeal is that it almost always stays in a gray area key-wise. The pitch collection, starting with the first notes of the song, is F, G, A, B flat, B natural, C, C sharp, D, and E. G mostly appears as a brief passing note until the coda at 3 minutes and 19 seconds when the second guitar enters on G. C sharp only appears in the coda and only as a passing tone in the bass part, so I put it in parentheses in my written up notes here as not being essential to our understanding of the harmonies in this song. B flat also only appears in the coda and only in the bass part. And while it is also essentially a non-chord tone, it does create more tension than the C sharp. In minor keys, the sixth and seventh scale degrees change by half step depending on which type of minor scale is being used. B and C are the sixth and seventh scale degrees of D minor, but F major and A minor are also heavily hinted at throughout the song. The repeating guitar patterns that occur throughout the song acquire different harmonic meaning depending on how they are combined with each other and with the bass and voice parts. There is also a frequent use of alternating minor and major seconds in the voice and bass parts, which create more tension than harmonic clarity. So I think the basic pitch collection here is a type of D minor um, that sounds F majorish or A minorish sometimes. That's all I have to say about Obstacle 1 for now. The next songs on my request list are Length of Love, Obstacle 2, No Eye and Threesome, and A Time to Be So Small. And then after that, maybe I'll actually get to analyzing El Pintor and Marauder. Thanks for listening.